Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto. And I am Deb McCollum. And uh, welcome back to another episode. Uh, yeah, this one's not with a guest, so I apologize to everybody who was hoping that we'd have another guest on, but right. we don't. You're stuck with us today. Right. But if it makes you feel any just better- Just us. Just us. But if it makes you feel any better, this will be a shorter episode for sure. So you have that to look forward to. <laughs> exactly. Right. We're here to update you, send you some updates. Yeah. And I don't as, even know. As, <laughs> I was going to say as updated as it's going to be, because by the time this is released, some things might change by then. So yeah, we'll just make sure. note that this is February 3rd on this day. Yeah. And I February say that, 3rd. when I say that, cause on my, I just see so many changes weekly, if not like uh, daily on, in terms of like what's going on with sports right now. Right. So, and it's kind of crazy. crazy too, thinking back to, I don't know if you remember this, when all of this started, this stuff started happening with the pandemic and COVID and all of that. I, I think it was our first episode when we kind of talked about everything that was going on. We were still recording in studio together and the episodes, like maybe like the three or four episodes after that moment, you know, when we started doing Zoom, we always made it a point to say, hey, today is this date and- mm -hmm. We, we always made a point of saying things like that. And now being almost a year removed from that moment, it's weird because we haven't said that until this very moment, right? Like we haven't said, yeah. oh yeah, there's, there's these updates and things might change. So we're going to be very intentional about giving you the exact date when we're speaking these things because we thought it was important. It's still important, but like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it just becomes so normal yeah. that we haven't said that I ever. Yeah, because we thought, I think we thought back then, like, oh, it's going to be fine next month or next week. Maybe then, like, maybe everything will be okay, go back to normal. And like you said, it's been so normalized for a year now. <laughs> and that right. to say the date is weird, but it's really, it is because now moving, you know, not just with the pandemic, we kind of know, like, obviously stuff's still going on. But in terms of sports, that is like boiling down to, okay, in California, at least we haven't, you know, played you know, any sports and at least at the high school level in um, Sacramento County, no sports at all this year. So everyone's kind of, you know, biting their nails because the school year is going to come to a close soon. Mm -hmm. It's already February. It's technically spring sport season right now. And we haven't had a fall or a winter sport. Right. Yeah. Right. And, you know, one of the reasons we wanted to hop on here and talk about this a little bit is because obviously there's a lot of stuff going on right now. You know, you've seen around the city of Sacramento and I know all over California, they have the let, let, let us play or let excuse me, let them play uh, California rallies. And I mean, I've seen a couple as I've driven home from work over the last couple of weeks and coaches that we're familiar with and that have been guests on this podcast and have been huge supporters of the combine. Um, you know, Casey Taylor, coach Horner, um, a couple others have been really involved in everything that's been going on. And obviously the, the whole point behind those rallies and that, you know, um, group is to, to kind of give the athletes and coaches a voice and, and basically mm -hmm. just give them an opportunity to say, Hey, we like, we want to play, 
you know, we want to play and we want to do it, you know, everybody I've heard, they're like, yeah, we want to do it in a safe way, but you know, we're not even giving it an opportunity. We're not, we're not being given an opportunity to even try to do it in a safe way. It's just been shut down this entire time. So I think from what I've seen, the coaches are frustrated because they have a heart to see their athletes um, not only compete, but just, you know, they're, they're concerned about their mental health and their mental well being. You have families that are out there because they're concerned about their kids as well. And then you have the athletes who I think are, are really struggling as we've talked about in the past. It's a, it's a difficult thing for all students that are going to school during this time and doing the distance learning and missing out on time with friends, you know, in their normal social circles. But obviously this is a sports podcast. And I think there's another level that athletes are dealing with right now because the thing that they love to do, the thing that they're passionate about is being taken away and there's no way to get back on the field or the court. So, you know, it's obviously doing a lot of harm and you as a, you as a, an assistant athletic director, and then also, you know, a former coach and a current teacher, I'm sure you're seeing it on all of those different levels for the the student athletes that are in your class. Yeah. Um, it definitely, and just even, you know, my friends who are coaches, um, you know, I, you know, I see the side of like, you know, the kids and, you know, the parents even like, yeah, just in terms of like, okay, what's going on. And the parents are getting really antsy. Um, coaches are getting antsy. Um, they want to do everything they can without breaking the rules or, you know, and of course they don't want to put the kids in danger. Like that's not their goal, but, um, at the same time, you know, it's, it's just frustrating. Um, I was reading in, you know, just one of the let them play articles. Um, I can't got to find it on my computer. I can't. We need a, we need a producer. This is where I got, you know, like other podcasts have producers that look this stuff up. I know. Right. We're trying to do it ourselves. (laughs) It's from, I know. Right. It's from, um, uh, it's the patch from Dana point. Anyway, it just, you know, they mention, and, and you know, this is already known obviously, but like they mention um, why are professional sports back in, you know, playing with fans um, you know, what's, what's the difference between high school kids doing the same thing with, you know, maybe with no fans, even like it can be a little more restrictive um, and just how other States are playing and how there's no fine so far, Supposedly, I'm not 100% sure, but so far there are no findings on, you know, student athletes at the high school level playing sports, how that's contributing greatly to the, num- you know, the number, the rise in number of COVID cases. Right. I don't know. Um, and so, but yeah, so I, I read that article and it makes a great point. And, you know, as a, as an educator and a former coach and, you know, an assistant athletic director, I'm torn because it's like, I want to keep these kids safe. I definitely, definitely don't want any of these kids to get COVID and then more so take it home to their family. Absolutely. But on the flip side, it's like, well, at this point, which is worse (laughs) because it's like, they're not their mental health. If anything, like we're worried about their physical health. Right. But their mental health is, you know, just slowly deteriorating in a lot of them without anyone really knowing because with mental health, it's not a physical sign. You can't really takes a while to see it and to recognize it. So there's definitely a lot of kids struggling and getting antsy to play. And some kids are breaking the rules themselves and organizing their own, whatever, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like without adults and coaches, because they're so desperate to like, just get together and play and do something. So, um, you know, it's, it's a tough situation for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I've, I've heard and seen 
you know, a lot of the stuff that you just spoke on, especially, you know, when parents and families are looking at other states and they see that these other kids are competing and Mm -hmm. there, there doesn't seem to be any massive um, effects from it. Like you said, we don't know for sure. It's sometimes that's, I think that's another challenging thing about this entire situation is that there's so much information that sometimes it's hard to determine what's, what's accurate, what's not accurate, what's real, what's not real. And I think that's, you know, all of it kind of just culminates into this really frustrating situation, but yeah, I mean, I think that's something that you brought up a good point. It's like, which, what's more dangerous, you know, what's more harmful to the students? Is it the physical virus or is it going to be the mental and emotional and social issues that are coming from the situation that they're currently in? And, you know, we've always talked about, I mean, obviously we do this podcast. We say it, I feel like every episode, but the reason we do this podcast is because we know that there's amazing coaches out there who are doing incredible, incredible things for their students and their communities and their athletes. And so we want to just continue to have conversations, um, you know, about, about sports, about competition, about character, integrity, all those things, because we know that there's great men and women out there that are having this kind of impact on the student athletes. So when you take that away, it takes a, a massive influence that's in a student's life typically, right? Or if the student plays multiple sports and there's multiple coaches that that are being taken out of their life that can't have that same impact. Now, like we talked about with coach Dana Smith last week, there's things you can do. There's creative ways, Zoom and all that stuff, but we we know it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing as far as, you know, physically meeting with your athletes and having those conversations and, and having those life talks and having those, you know, sports talks and all that. So, you know, and like we've often mentioned on this podcast, when you're, when you're playing, especially at the high school level, when you're playing high school sports, you can make a really strong case that the coach is around the athletes almost more than the parents of the, of that kid. And especially if like yourself, you were a coach and you're also a teacher at that same school. So there's probably students that you saw all day athletes that you had, you had them in class. Maybe you saw them during lunch and then right after school, you go to practice and you're seeing those same kids. So the amount of influence that coach McCollum can have on athletes is pretty tremendous. And there's a lot of coaches out there that are in a very similar situation to you. And so now you look at it, they're not being impacted by that teacher coach at school. They're not seeing them after school in on the, on the court or the field. And yeah, like it's going to, I think it's going to have some pretty dramatic um, negative effects in, in a lot of cases. Yeah, definitely. And it's just, it's so, it's crazy. Like, again, like at least with my school district, um, like no sports have been played at all. <laughs> it's like, like I said, it's February 3rd. It's spring, spring sport tryouts were supposed to have happened already. It's insane. And um, just right now, just like an update, at least, um, you know, with my, uh, with our league, um, uh, Delta League, uh, right now, the only sports that are cleared to play as of today are, I believe, um, women's tennis, uh, golf, and cross country. Because it's, those are like the least, contact. I mean, you know, um, yeah, least contact. It's not, um, you know, they're individual sports um, or a dual sport. And uh, and it's weird how, you know, I, I get I get emails weekly, sometimes daily <laughs> from my, you know, my boss, my my athletic director. And she just, you know, each email is like, well, more questions than answers, but here you go. And <laughs> she like will lay everything out, and um, and it is. It's a weekly. It, she stated that they, the athletic directors of our district or the league, excuse me, have to meet every week 
just to like get updates because everyone, all the sports are waiting, mm-hmm. like literally like, um, and uh, I think the sports that are least likely to play just because of the high contact rate are wrestling right. and basketball. Um, they're and in bas- a certain tier. Basketball because they're indoors. Huh? Basketball because they're indoors too. Um, I think it's because it's, yeah, indoor and then lots of contact. Um, I think that's the criteria. I'm guessing they're in the same tier. So I have like, I have a list of different colored tiers and then above that in terms of least more, more likely to play, um, is volleyball, soccer, and football, but football was supposed to have already started like the, but they haven't yet. So anyway and then above that is baseball and softball above that is all the individual and dual sports so it just you know even baseball and softball that are waiting they they can't i believe they can't have a contest date as of right now until march hmm. um a a um, a game so as of right now so even then it's like even that's further out and you know there is spring sport and they were supposed to have started so um well, and then, yeah, you know, as we, sorry, as we've talked about, I feel like the zoom's off a little bit today. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it seems like I keep cutting you off. Um, the, something that you mentioned again, all the way almost a year ago as an, as an assistant athletic director is the idea of scheduling too. So I think that's what maybe we don't think about with all of this stuff going on and with all of the sports seasons kind of being compressed it's there's also the issue of scheduling practice fields, practice time, game time, all that stuff, right. Where that's also going to make, even when things are getting cleared, the more compressed these seasons become, the more challenging it's going to be even like logistically getting kids onto the court. So like the further this goes, the more challenging it's going to be as far as that. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Like, like I said, last year, I'm like, I don't know how scheduling. I don't, I don't know. I didn't know how scheduling was going to go. I didn't. And I still am like, I have no, I like it's changing so much every week. I don't, I, my heart breaks, but in a part of me doesn't want to be, you know, pessimistic and say like, I don't know that any team sports are going to happen. Like I hope they do. Mm-hmm. I think baseball and softball will get some in because they are both, you know, aside from individual and dual sports, they're the, um, they're the next in line because they're outside and they're already kind of spaced out. They're the least amount of contact, right? I guess. So, but the, I mean, everyone else, I'm like, I don't see, I don't, it's unless things change quickly, I don't see how, because here's the other thing. It's like, they, it's a safety issue too. It's like, yeah, the everyone's season is seasons are already shorter. That's a given, but the turnaround time between, okay, here you go. You can play with equipment to, okay, play a game the next day is very dangerous. Right. Um, it's like, sure, they can do whatever they can on their own time, on their own free time, if they have like a club team or something. Um, however, just be able, just to be able to practice as a team at school with those teammates, with those same people, um, it's a safety issue once you get there on the court or on the field with actual equipment, if you aren't conditioned right, or if you don't have the plays down and things get kind of dicey. So that's the, that's the other concern. It's like, like, I don't like, cool. We can hurt. We can try to hurry up. Okay. We're cleared. Hurry up, go play. But it's like, Oh, okay. Like that's like super rushed. Um, not much quality time better than nothing. Right. Right. But so anyway, so I'm all, I'm torn. I go back and forth between, Obviously, I, obviously I want sports to happen, Mm -hmm. but 
at the same time, it's like, it's yeah. But, and I know kids will take anything over nothing. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's a good point. And, uh, you know, again, going back to our last episode with coach Smith, he mentioned that where even when things get back to normal, there is going to be a process. You can't just jump in it. Like, Hey, uh, we mm-hmm. we're coming back from spring break. You guys had a week off. Maybe we didn't practice, but now we're jumping back into it. That's only a week, right? It's been an entire year. Right. So, yeah. and especially when you look outside of schools, the amount of time that gyms were closed and yeah. so you don't know what, what kind of access to weights the athletes had. So especially you think about a sport like football, right? Where strength right. training is so crucial mm-hmm. to the game yeah. and to the, the well being of the athlete on the field. You don't know what, what kind of, like you say, what kind of conditioning the athletes been doing on their own. And it's definitely not gonna be the same as it would have been if they were with the team conditioning and lifting and, and doing a strength program. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, that's the, that's the challenge of this thing too. It's the longer it's, it goes on and the longer they have to wait. It seems to me that the more dangerous it can potentially come, become on the field, you know, based yeah. on what you're saying too. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff to, to, to keep in mind, I guess, but you know, ultimately, um, you know, we're definitely for coaches and athletes on this podcast. Otherwise we wouldn't do it. Like yeah. I mentioned before. So, um, you know, we're definitely, I guess, uh, supporting you guys, you know, uh, hoping for yeah. you guys and, um, you know, it's hard to even, um, really articulate the, you know, our, I guess our thoughts on this. Cause like you said, there's a lot to it. Yeah. Um, and it's challenging too. It, it's one of those things where I feel like, I don't know if you feel this way, but for myself, I don't have kids that are in high school. I don't have kids that are competing at that level. So, right. um, it would be easy for me to just say like, yeah, they should, they should be playing because, it doesn't really affect me at all in that way. If that makes sense. Um, you could, you have other people out there that might be in my same position that feel differently and would say, no, no, they shouldn't play at all. But I think that's easy too to say, if you don't have kids that are going through it. So, you know, with a lot of this stuff, you know, I have my opinions on it and we've, we've shared some of those things here. Like I would love to see all the athletes play. Um, and I would love to see them do it safely and, and get out there. And so they can finally compete. Um, that's just my own personal feeling. Like I would love to see it. I know there's more that goes into it, but, um, on a lot of this stuff, I kind of defer to the people that are, that actually have kids that are going through it. You know what I mean? Um, so I try to listen as much as I can to, to what their thoughts and feelings are. And yeah, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's tough. Like I said, it would be easy for us to just to say certain things, but you know, I think unless you're actually going through it, it it really is hard to truly comprehend everything that's going on and how it impacts the student. Yeah, absolutely. And I try to, you know, just to echo off of that, like I try to try to put myself back in high school. Right. And if I didn't have softball or volleyball, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I would lose my mind because that was like my, you know, my sanctuary, my, my place to, you know, decompress, to take out, you know, my aggression, my, you know, it, it's stimulating because it's competition, you know, as a, as an adult, it's like at this point, I could obviously care less about playing sports except for indoor soccer. I miss that so much. (laughs) (laughs) That's been the the one nice thing about the pandemic. I haven't heard indoor soccer stories. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) It's so sad. I mean, I do miss it. Um, But I mean, however, and you know, and now I'm, I'm I'm taking boxing classes now, which is like such a good thing for me. So I'm think I'm taking, I'm thinking about taking something as simple as that away from me. Like if boxing shut down, sure. like, yeah, I could do stuff on my own and I can run and stuff, but that's where I get, you know, my, you know, my stimulus is there. And so for high school kids, that's their sport. That's their, you know, it's their family. So it's, uh, 
Yeah. It's right. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah. it's like taking, it's like taking your friends and family away from you kind of. And I think that's, I'm pretty sure that's how most of them feel to a certain degree. Obviously many more feelings go along with that, but um, I think that's to, to sum it up. That's how I would feel at least. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And I, and I, you know, the one thing I've seen that I, I really don't like is, and I haven't seen this a ton just because of the circles that, you know, people that I follow on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, all that stuff, people I'm, I'm closer with, it's not from them, but I've seen it just when you like look at the broader, especially like Twitter, you look at like the broader um, view of people and you have some people that will, that chime in on this topic saying that it's like, well, this is not that serious with sports is not that big of a deal. So we shouldn't be risking lives because of sports. I disagree. I mean, I, I, I disagree in yeah. the sense that it's not a big deal because like, as for everything that you just mentioned, this is a big deal to a lot of people. And it's mm-hmm. not like you're just playing some silly game. It, 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 there's a lot of positive effects that come from it. So it's, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, Hey, uh, I, I love bowling. I'm going to go risk it all. Cause I love bowling so much. Like I don't need to bowl, right? Like right. I don't need to bowl. It's not, it's not the healthiest activity. It's not going to help my mindset. Like it's not gonna do any of that stuff for me, but some of these other sports that do help your, your physical body, they help your mindset. Um, they help you emotionally. I think it's, it's, I can't just be dismissed. Like it's just a sport. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's, it may be a game, but the positive benefits that come from athletes competing in those things, I I think can't go understated. Like it's, it's really is like a full, you know, um, like when you look at the, like a full human, it's, it touches on a lot of different areas. Like we've talked about, you know, even going back to one of our very first episodes about self-worth, that's something that, you know, I don't think can go, you know, unnoticed. Like it's gonna, if there's some kind of self-worth attached to this for an athlete, that's going to have a a major impact on their emotional well being. Now, like you and I have talked about, there needs to be a separation between your self-worth and you know, the, the sport that you play, but for an athlete going through it, it's going to be tough for them to separate those things in that moment. Right. It's going to be just in this whirlwind of emotions that they're dealing with. They're going to have a tough time if they, if they're still kind of trying to figure out that idea of self-worth is different than what you do. You know, this whole situation, I think is going to be kind of an attack on that. So, you know, I I just don't like when I, I think I don't have an issue when people just dismiss this type of thing as well, it's just a sport. It's not that big of a deal. Like it is a, it is a big deal. It hits on a lot of different areas for, for a student athlete. Yeah. Um, yeah. And adults can't have a hard time separating their self-worth with what they do, let alone teenagers, you know? So right, and when you're then, trying to um, figure stuff out, right? Like there's so many yeah. things at that age you're trying to figure out already. Mm-hmm. And then you put that on top of it. It's like, yeah, that's gonna be a yeah. difficult thing. Like you said, even for adults, but they're, they're, they're at a different stage in life in high school, middle school. It's like, you're trying to figure out a lot of stuff at that age. Mm-hmm. And to add on that on top of it, it's not easy. Yeah. And um, I was listening to, <laughs> this is going to sound oh, silly, but I heard, I heard this on a true crime podcast and it was talking about some psychology behind some teenage behavior. Sure. And um, this, uh, the narrator was quoting a psychologist. So I'm just quoting the podcast off of the psychologist, but apparently teenagers, and it makes sense. Um, I guess teenagers are the only ones like adults, adults can't do this, but teenagers can feel every single emotion at this, like all at once, mm. like every, cause adults, I mean, I'm sure adults can too, to some degree, but when, you know, when you're adult, I imagine you can learn to compartmentalize and separate them a little bit, but um, teenagers just, 
you know, um, I'm guessing with the way their brains are still developing and just their hormones um, and everything, they're able to feel. And I try to explain this to my class, my PE classes as well. We talk about mental health a little bit, you know, how it's tied to physical activity and, you know, trying, you know, exercising. But if you can imagine if teens can feel every single emotion possible at once, you know, can you imagine how an athlete is feeling right now with, with all that going on with just in, like you said, combine that with, you know, trying not to tie their self-worth in what they do. And so I think if people understand that a little better, then that gives them a little better, hopefully an idea of the just mental, um, you know, toll it's taking on them. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. So, um, yeah, I feel like we could talk about this for for a while. Yeah, that was not our intention today at all. But um, right, we really you know. wanted to give you guys a sports update. And the only update I have is that in my for my league at least, um, only women's golf or excuse me, women's tennis, golf, and uh, cross country are allowed to compete right now. That's it. That's all I got for you. Right. Yeah. So, and we'll take it. Yeah. We'll take it. Yeah. So you know, we're just we're hoping we're hoping that everything, um, you know, works out to as best it can for everybody that's involved. Hopefully you guys can get out yeah. there and, and compete this school year. And then hopefully as we look to next school year, hopefully there's some drastic changes that allow it allows everybody to get back to somewhat, you know, of a more normal situation. Yeah. But, um, you know, we, as a, we appreciate everybody that's been, you know, I guess, uh, sharing their thoughts on this specific topic. And, um, and doing so in a, in a civil way, not, not getting going crazy on social media, but just sharing your thoughts and opinions. I think it's been a good thing, especially all of you coaches who have been really fighting hard for this to happen. Um, you know, we're, we're with you, you know what I mean? Like we don't, like we've always said, we don't have the answers on this podcast, but we just like to have the conversations. So, um, you know, we're definitely with you guys and we want to support you guys as much as possible. And, uh, definitely, you know, something that I think was posted last week and we shared it on our different social media sites was Michelle Dapper, who's been a guest on our podcast a few times, uh, had a zoom conversation with some coaches from around the area. Um, Casey Taylor, I'm trying to think who was on that Casey Taylor, um, Trent Merzone from Oakdale, Eric Cavallari from Oak Ridge Placer, uh, Joy Montoya from Placer and, obviously Michelle, but they had a, a really good conversation about everything that's going on and the, the let us let them play um, mm-hmm. California stuff that's been going on in the rallies. And then just their experiences with everything that's like the challenges of everything that's been going on, man, especially like some of those coaches crazy, like Casey just started at Intercom and he hasn't even, he hasn't had any athletes. You know what I mean? Like he hasn't had any contact with them or anything like that. It's that's pretty wild. Jason Tenner, another, another guy. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm that we had on our podcast that was supposed to start at a brand new school, brand new facility. Yeah. Nothing, I mean, nothing. nothing. So yeah. Um, yeah. We feel for all the coaches and the athletes that are currently dealing with it, but um, you know, like we just got to keep press, keep pressing on. I like to think that, you know, as much as this sucks for everybody, that this is going to be just one of those things where you look back years down the road and you realize that it's one of those moments where you can look back and say like, Hey, that situation was really bad but we continued to persevere and we continued to stay determined and right. focused and, um, and it, it helped to develop us into the people we are now. So, you know, we'd like to think that there's always something positive that can come from the negative and you just got to find it. So hopefully 
you know, as difficult as, as it is, you guys can kind of look at it like that and, and, you know, you'll, you'll get through it. We'll get through it for sure. But, uh, he's got to keep going. So going, keep plugging away one day at a time. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's not the most fun episode, but that's what we've got for you. So (laughs) I just wanted to update y'all with, yeah, (laughs) we haven't talked about sports in a while. Just Josh and I, so there you go. There's the update. It might change as soon when this comes out. It might change. Who knows? Yeah, we don't know. So, uh, yeah, you know, it was a weird one because we didn't even make fun of each other this episode. So there we go. It's yeah. very bizarre. <laughs> so, Deb, where can they follow yeah. us? On you guys can follow media. us on Twitter, Twitter at Sports Character, Instagram at Character Combine, and Facebook. And we're on. Um, check us out on YouTube as well. Yep. There we go. It. All right. Thank cool. you guys. See All you. Right. Talk to you guys later. Bye.